Hi guys, Sam Fury here with another episode of the Survival Fitness Plan, where you can outrun, outlive, and outsurvive the majority of your world's population. Um, got a haircut, as you can see. I like to get it nice and short because uh, it's my final days in Colombia, and I don't like getting haircuts in uh, the United States or Australia or any place because they charge way too much, and all I do is um, shave it. Um, and it's nice and quick um, because I don't like the hairdressers. Um, I'm not. I don't know, yeah, I know a lot of people that do, and I'm not one of them. I don't find it relaxing at all. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. Uh, so I got a haircut, and I get up nice and short like this, so then hopefully it'll last me at least two months, or usually three, sometimes I can even drag it out to four or five without having to get another one, which is pretty cool. All right, um, today I was, ah, oh, I did yesterday, so for those of you that um, listen regularly, you'll know that when I first got to Santa Marta, one of my goals was to be able to do muscle-ups. Um, and yesterday I did three, so I was pretty happy with that. And the funny thing was, was that I was actually really tired because I didn't sleep well the night before and I just felt lethargic and I thought, ah, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do one, but I'll try it anyway. And um, I think that what happens is because I was tired, I was like, I better concentrate on technique, otherwise I've got no chance, as opposed to just pure strength. So I concentrate on technique and technique's a lot of it. Um, so it's good. If I next time I go to do them, I'll keep that in mind. But I don't think I'll be able to try again for a long time because tomorrow I'm getting a new tattoo and um, it's on my back. So I won't be able to do any back work. Um, I'll just have to do sprints. I won't be able to swim. I did sprints this morning. So I'm just gonna have to do nothing. Um, tomorrow I'll go for a swim. And then um, the following day, cause I'll, it'll be the day after the tattoo, I'll do sprints. Maybe tomorrow I'll do strength, and then the day after, oh no, because I want to swim. I want to swim. So tomorrow I'll do um, swim, because it'll be my last opportunity to swim in a, in a while. So tomorrow I'll swim, then the day after um, I'll have to do sprints, and then Sunday I'll, I could just like do a lot of stretching, I guess, as long as it's not my back, do my um, splits and that. And then Monday, um, Sunday, Monday, I'm flying. So um, I won't be able to do anything, I'll be able to stretch or whatever, so that'll be my day off, as opposed to Sunday, which is usually my, um, my day off. So anyway, so that's that. Um, today I was going to do an episode about um, my, the updated survival fitness plan, nutrition, nutrition plan, survival fitness nutrition plan, but it's not quite finished yet. And I've been reading lots of books and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then also Peter Addy has just come out with a new book, so I wanted to see what he's got to say about stuff as well. Um, but I'll do what I've got so far and then um and then put that up and online and then i'll um i'm still reading um this other book called forever young i'm a pretty slow reader i don't take i um it takes me a, at least a few weeks to read a book even if i'm really into it um because i don't read that often maybe just about 10 or 20 minutes a day and then um so i want to get through that and then i'll start peter ideas and then also kelly starrett has a new book coming out called built to move and so um i'm assuming because of that, all the mobility will change. But the great news is, is because if you're in the app, it'll all um, just get changed automatically when it's all ready to go. So there you go. Um, yeah, I'm in week two of my splits training as well. Not that splits training is ever gonna be a part of the fitness plan, but I was just online and I saw this thing and this guy was like, uh, learn to do the splits in four weeks. And I've never been able to do the splits. I've never really had a reason to, but um, I just thought it was interesting. So I like went in and he uses a lot of hyperbolic stretching. Um, which is cool. Um, so it's good to do that. I don't know if I'll leave it. I'll give it a month, maybe even five weeks. I don't know if I'll be able to do the splits after a month, like he suggests, but I'm getting pretty close. 
um, especially front splits, I'm getting pretty close, but back uh, side splits, I'm not sure, but I still do have another two weeks to, to do it, so there you go. Um, at the very least, I've learned um, some stuff, like bouncing, stretching and stuff. I don't know if I'll actually use it. I am very, very keen to get into um, Built to Move by Kelly Starrett. Starrett, I don't know how to say his name. And actually, I've been listening to a podcast with Tim Ferriss, who's got him on the show. He'll probably be on a few people's podcasts because um, these people bring out books and they do the podcast circuit, right? And they, I listen to all the podcasts that um, are in this field. So I'll probably hear him once or at least once on Tim Ferriss's and if I'm not too slow um, I'll be able to catch him on others as well but anyway um, so today instead what I want to talk about is um there's this discussion I had with um, my friend slash um, work friend slash friend um, that who I'm working with here her name's Cairo um, she's Adventurous actually that's um something so there you go um, Adventurous about um, because all right Here's the thing, when I'm making these food plans and I've decided I need to reincorporate meat because of all the new information I've learned lately, um, meat is very important. And, um, or at least, um, I mean, you don't need meat. So you can be a vegan and still do it, but you won't be optimal. Um, you can get complete, because you need complete proteins, right? And you can get complete proteins from ve- from being a vegan, um, but you've got to eat a lot. You've got to consume a lot more, more um, calories to do it. Um, so... I thought, well, I don't want to consume too many calories because then you're not going to be able to get enough. Or you could just take a lot of supplements. Which Anyway, so I'll be making this food like a kind of a meal plan, right? And you need at least, um, if you're training in this oil fitness plan, you're going to need at least, at the very least, 1.5 grams of protein a day, um, preferably two. So we put two protein, two grams of protein per, not per day, per kilo per day or one gram per pound per day, right? If you're active, which we are. And... Um, and that, so for me, that amounts to about um, 120 grams of protein. Two per kilo, about 60 kilos, more or less. I don't know exactly. I don't weigh myself very often. Um, but I, I always assume I'm around 60. Maybe I'm a little bit more now because I think I've put on some muscle. But um, so let's say I'm eating um, 120 grams of protein a day. And that's actually quite a, that's like I need, so every meal I need to get at least 40 grams of protein. 40 grams of protein is not a easy thing to come across um without meat so but then all right so one of the reasons i was a a vegetarian almost vegan for a while is i I had three reasons these are the three reasons first of all it was help i was i thought it was healthier right um but now i know it's not um it is healthier in a way that you eat a lot more vegetables assuming that you do do that like a lot of vegans um they, they can be vegan and just eat loads of um like wheat right? And you can still be a vegan, just eating loads of wheat, but it's not, it's not healthier, right? The thing is you can be super healthy on a carnivore diet if you eat a lot of um, vegetables as well. So that's the key. You've got to eat a lot of vegetables no matter what diet you're on or what um, food eating regime you use. Um, but so I thought vegan was easier, was, um, was healthier and it's, it's not. So if you're going to eat a lot of vegetables anyway, regardless of what you do, then eating, eating meat proteins is, is better. Second is because of an environmental factor, and I still do consider that, um, um, but there's some issues with that too, because you can um, you can be a meat eater and still be good to the environment. And when I say environment, I mean animal cruelty as well, all right? And you can be um, vegan and still be bad with the environment. For example, if I eat only regenerative, regeneratively um, raised grass-fed beef, Oh, grass-fed animals, right? Um, the way they they kill them and all that stuff. All right, you got, you got to kill animals. Fine. So if you're that against that, 
that's that's one thing but i'm not really that against um killing animals as long as it's not as long as they have live a good life and um and all that sort of stuff right because it is when you think about it it's just the way it is like our ancestors would eat animals and um what they wouldn't eat is they wouldn't agriculture wheat right and the, so the thing about that is if i eat um well-raised things now i don't like how you get all these um, caged chicken farms where they all live like a million of them in a, in a square foot or whatever. I mean, obviously that's not true, but it's pretty terrible. And that's animal cruelty. And then also they pump it full of hormones and all that sort of stuff, right? Which makes it unhealthy and whatever. And so if you're, if you're a meat eater, it's not necessarily healthier if you're eating bad meat. It's only if you're eating good stuff, right? So there's that. And if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you can eat like a lot of their foods, like a main staple of a lot of vegans is soy. And soy is terrible for the environment. And that directly impacts animals as well. Because if you're destroying, you're farming all that land just to grow soy, you're using all that water just to grow soy or rice or um, avocados or whatever. Um, that's taking it away from the animals, right? And then you're denutrifying the land a lot like agriculture like the soil our days is terrible even if you're eating like all these vegetables you're not necessarily getting all the nutrients because um if it's if it's on a non-regenerative farm or what even organic it's not regenerative um also even just because you're eating organic doesn't mean it's pesticide free right if you're if you are eating um organic and that organic thing has come from let's say you live in america in the united states and you live on the east coast and your organic oranges come from um california right or georgia right? or my peaches come from georgia right or no where oranges come from? anyway it doesn't matter let's say you're eating peaches and they're coming from georgia <laughs> pretty sure oranges are coming from california this is not a thing i'm not i'm not an american so i don't know um I doubt most Americans know either. Um, so let's say your peaches come from Georgia, but you live um, up north. Um, just even if they're organic, right? To get on that truck or to get on that plane or whatever, they got to be sprayed, right? The FDA is not going to let them just go raw as far as I, like, I, don't, I seriously doubt it. They're going to be sprayed with something so fruit flies on the way don't get to them. So they're still sprayed. So you got to watch out for that. That's not necessarily, a, it's not necessarily healthy. Um, just as a back thing to that, you should always like wash everything um, yeah, just wash everything. It doesn't matter if you, even if you think it's like super, super clean, just wash it. Even if you go in, in your own backyard, just, uh, just wash it. At the very least, you're going to get off some dirt and debris off it, right? Anyway, so there's that. Um, yeah, it's not necessarily healthier. It's not necessarily, um, better for the environment. Now you can do both things both ways. Like you can definitely be a vegan and only eat, um, sustainable things, right? Like just donate soy. That's a big one. Donate soy, donate rice. They're the two mate, like two of the don't use palm oil, right? These things are like, they're destroying, orangutans nearly go instinct because people keep growing palm oil because people keep buying it, right? Just don't do it, right? All these things, almost, see, and the problem is, is that if I was just gonna eat stuff because I didn't think it was good for the environment or because um, it was cruelty to animals or whatever, like there's very, very little you can eat um, unless you're like growing it yourself or whatever. Um, and that's just the sad truth of it. The world we live in today, that's just how it is. Um, you can do it, you can definitely do it um, depending on your lifestyle or whatever. As like, for example, in Colombia, I've got pretty much no chance. In Colombia, where I'm living right now, um, I, don't, I don't even think I can find organic stuff, to tell you the truth. I've looked, um, I can't, unless you, unless you go through a lot of trouble. Um, and even things in the supermarket say they're organic or whatever, I don't know if, like, how true they're down, but that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna, that I'm gonna stop trying. Right? Just because I don't believe it doesn't mean like I'll still, if I've got the choice for organic or for uh, regenerative 
grass-fed beef, I'm definitely going to buy it, right? Um, and then just do my best that you can. So it's not an excuse to stop doing it, to stop trying, but if because I can control my health more than I can control the environmental factors, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna always opt for something that's healthier for me as opposed to oh no I'm gonna sacrifice my health so much that I'm gonna become full vegan um, for the animal thing when in reality maybe it's not even making a much of a difference anyway um, because of what I'm choosing right um, but then always of course like I said if I do when I do choose fruits and vegetables and meat and stuff I always want it to try to be um, regenerative or organic if I, I can regenerative is like harder um, organic is like fairly readily available in the United States um, depending on where you live right um, and all that sort of stuff also just a side note just because you grow it yourself doesn't mean it's organic or regenerative or whatever you got to do it in the method that so one day hopefully I'd like to grow it all myself and I'd like to do it in a food forest kind of regenerative way and I got to learn about that but we'll get to that when I get there it won't be for years and years and years anyway um, and so the last reason why I used to be um, vegan vegetarian and it's still a pretty valid reason is because it's cheaper right it's a pretty good reason it was just like a it wasn't like the main reason it was just a nice added bonus right it's expensive to especially if you're going to eat grass-fed beef all the time it's like it's not cheap um, uh, yeah so that I understand that's definitely a factor when people are choosing stuff you've got to feed a family of five and you've got like and you're not like a super rich person um, and you can't feeding everyone organic, organic um, grass-fed beef all the time is difficult. No, of course you're just going to choose the cheaper option because you gotta you gotta actually live, right? You gotta be able to do stuff. Like you can stress out about all this stuff and feed, use all your money to buy the best quality foods, but then you don't have money like to use for entertainment or whatever, and like and that's a that's a burden on your stress levels, and then um and then that's unhealthy. So you gotta balance it all out. So here's what I've come up with, and this is what um. I feel is good for me because I still don't like eating lots and lots of meat, right? I still do feel that fundamentally a high, a high acidic meat diet is not the greatest, but I do understand that you do need some meat proteins in you. Um, and it's the, one of the easier way to get in proteins and if it's good meat, that's fine. So I still think I'm going to be predominantly, um, predominantly vegetarian, but that's why I'm at a restaurant and the only vegetarian thing there is like soy, soy based. Well, I don't want that. I'd rather eat meat. I don't want soy-based. I'd rather eat good meat. I'd even, even mediocre, just store-bought meat. I'd rather eat than soy. And then, um, yeah, so there's that. And then also, so I feel like if I eat meat maximum three times a week, four at a stretch, preferably just two or three, um, I'm happy with that. That's a good compromise for me because um, I do feel about the environment and stuff like that. So I do want to help it out, but you just got to do what you want to like, what you can. All right, that's it for today, guys. Hopefully, the next episode, I will have the full foods thing ready, or at least ready as it can be until I've read the next um, the next updates from Dr. Peter Atea. Atea, don't know how to say his name. Um, and then I'll update it again, probably. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll uh, see you again next time.